Hello and welcome back to the PAL with Tani G. I'm your host, Tani G. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. Perkyobus Treasury, PAL Season 2, Chapter 3, Paragraph 6, Perkyobus Mishnah Vav, Rabbi Nechunia Ben Akana Omer, Rabbi Nechunia Ben Akana says, Call him a Kabbalah love old Torah. Whoever takes upon himself the yoke of Torah, the yoke of government and the yoke of worldly responsibilities are removed from him. But if someone throws off the yoke of Torah from himself, the yoke of government and the yoke of worldly responsibilities are placed upon him. So we see here it's an issue of priorities, an issue of perspective. If someone takes care to learn and make sure to take care of the worldly responsibilities in the way of learning Torah and taking care of his family, he won't have to get involved in the other things. But if he makes himself be involved in things such as the government and the worldly responsibilities, then he's going to have to focus on that. And the world of Torah is not going to be able to be as close to him. So make sure you have the proper proper aspects and the proper outlook on life. Let's see what a few of the comments says. Rabbi Yochanan ben Nikana was a contemporary of Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakir and teacher Rabbi Yishmael. See Shavuos 26a. He was an amiable person who avoided interpersonal conflict at all costs. When asked for the secret of his longevity, he replied, I never derived honor at the expense of my colleagues and never laid down to sleep if I was cursed by a friend without eliciting his forgiveness and I always was liberal with my money from Megillah. 28a. His entrance to an exit from the study hall were always accompanied by a prayer. When asked about its content, he said, When I enter, I ask that no error in the law occur because of me. When I leave, I thank God for the privilege of being among those who study his Torah from Barachos. Many mystical works, among them the Sefer HaBahir, are attributed to him, as is the prayer Anabekoach, which is recited every morning and before the Chadodi on Friday evenings. If someone takes upon themselves the yoke of Torah, accepting the yoke of Torah means accepting the obligation to study Torah under all conditions, just as a yoke is born by plowing an animal under all circumstances. According to Rambam, Rav Yonah says this mission refers to one who considers Torah study and spiritual pursuits his primary goal and relegates all other areas of life to a secondary role. All else is optional, but Torah is a yoke that must be carried. Tiferes Yisrael sees the phrase takes upon himself as a voluntary assumption of obligation. He interprets it as a reference to one who is legitimately exempt from the yoke of Torah due to preoccupation with a livelihood or government position, nonetheless assumes that devoting himself to Torah study beyond his apparent limitations and is rewarded in kind. So the yoke of government and the yoke of world responsibilities are removed if you're in the yoke of Torah. The yoke of government may assume the form of taxes and levies or the support of military forces and expeditions from the Ramban. Ramban. Maimonides, the clause can also mean that one who assumes the burden of Torah will be freed from military or government conscription. The pressures of daily living are lifted from the shoulders of one who bears the yoke of Torah. The Talmud and Erevin and Avos later on homiletically reads Charus al-Haluchos, engraved upon the tablets as Charus al-Haluchos. Freedom is upon the tablets. One who accepts upon himself that which is engraved on the tablets of Ten Commandments, which encapsulate the entire Torah, will gain freedom from the burdens of life and from government service from the Rambam. Let's move over to if someone throws off the yoke of Torah himself. This refers to one who claims that the yoke of Torah is too difficult and restrictive for him to carry. I am unready and unable to place my neck in its yoke, he claims, from Ram of Rashbam. Another explanation is that this is one who, without legitimate excuse, from which refers to Israel, furthers away his time in trivial pursuits rather than concentrating his efforts on Torah and mitzvahs. 
the yoke of government and the yoke of worldly responsibilities, man must toil at something. For man was born to toil from Eov. If not a Torah, he'll be forced to toil for the government or to provide for his worldly needs from Maganovas. One who cuts back on the time he allots for Torah pursuits in order to amass wealth will not achieve his aim, for God will create political circumstances that will leave him with no more money and much more heartache. Likewise, one who shuns the sweet shackles of Torah will search far and wide for his daily bread, but will experience great difficulty in finding it. And even when he succeeds, he will not derive satisfaction from his lot in life, for a lover of money will never be satisfied with money from Kohalas. He will spend his life in the never-ending pursuit of money, a heavy yoke of worldly responsibilities from which one never has rest, from Rav Yonah. The Jew bears a dual burden. The government of the country in which he resides imposes upon him a burden because it treats him as a stranger, and also he bears the burden entailed by day-to-day -day secular living. He who harnesses all of his thoughts and actions in the service of the Torah will not feel oppressed by these burdens. In fact, he will accept and bear them cheerfully as part of the purpose ordained for him by God himself. He who shirks the Torah's service which he owes God may indeed imagine that he has freed himself. However, once he has cast off the yoke of the law, he will lack the stink power which can be derived from serving the Torah. He will lack that serene contentment and vitality which can be gained only through service of the Torah from Rav Hirsch. The term most of the love at the bottom literally is given to him is used here because these yokes are in their own way a gift from Hashem. From heaven. If man were to be without any sense of burden, his life would veer recklessly out of control. God therefore gives him worries and difficulties, leaving him no time or energy for sin or foolishness. From Ramoshev Kabrin, Ramendel Akats used to tell his followers, I don't want you to refrain from sin because you have no desire. I want you to simply have no time for such nonsense. Many of the great Tanam held menial jobs as a source of support. Are we to assume that they, God forbid, threw off the yoke of Torah? Ramendel Akats explained that one who bears the yoke of Torah will not sense that earning a, li a living is a burden. If he throws off the yoke of Torah, however, he will find providing for himself and his family an insufferable load. So make sure you have the proper focus and the proper mindset on what should be done, especially in the realm of Torah, mitzvahs, chesed, tzedakah, and good deeds, and then you won't have to go into the other burdens, into the other parts of life, and you'll be able to be set with just taking care of your job, taking care of your family, and making sure you have time for Torah, and then you won't have to worry about the other yokes and the other burdens and responsibilities. Join us next time. As we talk about the divine presence living and being among different people in different circumstances here on the PAL with Tani G, and I'm your host, Tani G.